0: My guest today is an Oscar-nominated documentary director whose debut film with his producing and directing partner, Tia Lesson, uh Trouble the Water, was the Grand Jury Prize winner for Documentary in 2008 and subsequently was nominated for various awards connected to the film. Both Tia Lesin and Carl Deal are are, have extensive experience in documentary filmmaking, producing, consulting, and directing. Their new film, Citizen Coke, chronicles the rise of Americans for Prosperity, one of the corporately funded groups behind the Tea Party, their founders, David and Charles Koch, Citizens United Supreme Court case, and the effects that those and other corporately funded efforts have detrimentally changed the function of American democracy. Welcome, Carl Deal. Hey, thanks, Matt. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here too. So, what got you and Tia started on this documentary? Um well
1: I mean you remember the sort of the the atmosphere in the aftermath of Obama being elected. Um there was a kind of a feeling of optimism and excitement and and hope was the catchphrase of the day, but it was also countered by a real fierce backlash. And the, the discourse, the public discourse turned ugly it seemed overnight. People felt like they had permission to say whatever they wanted to say. And of course, you can say whatever you wanted to say, but it just, it didn't seem productive. You know, and, and I'm talking about Fox News. I'm talking about the pundits. I'm talking about, you know, the riots of the, of these right-wing pundits. And uh, and then all of a sudden, we had this tea party. So we were really interested in where all this was coming from. And and I'd say that's, that's really where we started. That's really where we began this journey. Um, they have these secret biannual retreats where they convene billionaires and um, people who really represent sort of the extreme edge of the republican party mm-hmm. um, and they they were 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 plotting in two thousand and eleven um, to how to deploy their funds to unseat the president in the next election and what we mm-hmm. learned when we started doing this this film is the strategy, you know, look, this is an election year. We heard a lot about money going into the federal election. But the strategy, key to the strategy, has been a tactical um, deployment of funds at the state level, um, trying to uh, disenfranchise people at the voting, at the voting booth, um, both by spending money on ads and, and confusing the issues, but also by passing voter ID laws mm. and also um, attacking um, the working people, attacking wages, bringing wages down. And, uh, and, and, and crippling the, the ability of, of organized labor to participate you know, to sort of counter that money. All they have. That's mm. the only opposition to, to the billionaires right now, yeah. the corporations, is organized labor. So
0: what we learn is there's sort of a state-by-state strategy mm-hmm. going on. I'm fascinated, too, because I know you started out in international news and producing. Sure. And when you, when you got there and when you began... Obviously, that meaning was a big tip. What was the process of trying to organize like we've got to get from here to there. What do we leave in? What do we leave out? What do we go from here even before you started like heavily shooting
1: yeah well look it's a good question but for this for this kind of documentary um for any documentary, it's just important to be present That's the first thing mm-hmm. um, We like to 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 say that you also need to you know check your arrogance and and you know, it's good to know a lot of stuff, but it's also good to know that you don't know everything mm-hmm. and to be open. Yeah. So, uh, we kind of followed the ride where it led us. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't the first time we'd heard of, of Charles and David Koch. And yeah. they certainly aren't the only people doing this, but, you know, uh, spending a lot of money and figuring out how to manipulate the system to their favor. But they're, I think it's safe to say they're pioneers. You know, earlier mm-hmm. in my career as a journalist, I had, uh, done a lot of work on what was then called the wise use movement or the, mm. these these groups of anti-environmental groups that were springing up all over the Pacific hmm. Northwest and think tanks in Washington D.C. who were laying out an anti-environmental agenda. Yeah. And so, you know, the Koch brothers were on, you know, on on some people's radar, you know, back as far as 1980. You know, I first heard of them in the early 90s. And um, we weren't surprised then when we, when we started to hear about this yeah. group, Americans for Prosperity, yeah. in connection with the Tea Party, that mm. you know, there was
0: big money. And that. apparently, with, you know, because you and Tia both started in producing with uh, some of Michael Moore's films, that Fahrenheit, the trailer of Fahrenheit 9 11, they tried to say broke the law. <laughs> and so. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's interesting. The, there was a, a U.S. Supreme Court decision in, in 2010 called Citizens United in which uh, the, the court, in a very slim five to four majority, ruled that uh, corporations could spend money um, directly from their general treasuries in elections. Uh, and to prohibit them from doing that would be limiting their right to free speech. Mm. Um, now, the organization that brought that lawsuit, Citizens United, is a right-wing organization that uh, we discovered in making the film had actually run paid television ads on behalf of Clarence Thomas supporting his confirmation to the Supreme Court, right. who went on to vote you know, in their favor right. without recusing himself. We found that interesting, but when we finished um, Fahrenheit 9-11 and the Weinstein Company was distributing it, uh, the trailer, uh, this very same group, Citizens United, filed a complaint with the FEC to block the playing of the trailer because they said, Uh, the trailer should be considered um, political advertising. Hmm. And and it's banned um, banned, um, political advertising. Now, um, you know, Fahrenheit 9-11 trailers didn't mention the words, the names of the candidates. Right. So uh, (laughs) Citizens United got the idea, okay, well, so we're going to flip sides and now we're going to embrace the right Mm. of free speech. But they explicitly put the name of a candidate, Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton in the title of their ad. Mm, so that yeah. no met just even discussing their film on the public airwaves would challenge that law. Mm-hmm. And the intent was successful. In fact, more successful I think than they could have imagined because the court brought the decision, it gave them more than they asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, unleashed this the you know, this this torrent of money. Right. So not just federal elections, but state elections. Yeah.
0: And the problem with it
1: is that so much of it uh, is done secretly.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Permitted to be done secretly.
0: It's fascinating, too. I mean, as someone who is a massive political junkie and a lot of this, you know, there definitely things I learned, but a lot of this I didn't know. I was just amazed at how you were between the, the footage you captured as well as the, the archival footage and then cutting it all together. I was amazed. Wow. They were able to, in this span of time, from... 2008 to 2012, be able to sum up ALEC, sum up Citizens United, sum up, you know, the Koch Brothers, Americans for Prosperity, the Tea Party movement, and all of these things in this span of time. I mean, it's an incredible, like, amount of work, especially in that your last film was in some ways a completely different type of film and more just a verite following, you know. So what was that process like?
1: Yeah, well, look, all documentaries, verite or not, are constructed. Mm-hmm. You know, They're constructed stories. They're, they're the filmmaker's version of reality. And that said, Trouble the Water and Citizen Coke are very different stylistically. Um, it was monumental, uh, the undertaking, because you're, you're right. You were right in the middle of a story that's unfolding that's too big for us to understand, you know, and uh, with the election going on. And just as we got started, uh, Wisconsin mm. became a powder keg, yeah. And uh, they had a, a, a governor who was elected, Scott Walker, who implemented um, a plan to 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 reduce the bargaining rights of public employees and mm-hmm. uh, basically attacked their ability to negotiate their salary and, and, and took away some of their benefits, all in the name of, of, of budget austerity, um, which we discovered mm. – uh, wasn't true, so um, what we wanted to do, and what we hopefully accomplished with this film, was to take these big, complicated issues, and 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 show people why it matters to them, mm-hmm. to show people how it affects their lives when billionaires have this, this disproportionate amount of power mm-hmm. um, in, in in the democracy. You know, it's really an attack on on it's whose voice matters more in our democracy you know, rich people have always had more power than poor people. You know, we're not naive in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, right now, there's a very coordinated, tactical, strategic effort to maximize and super-enfranchise the wealthiest Americans mm-hmm. at the ballot box yeah. and to disenfranchise poor and working people. And that's what interested us and, and, and what's insidious about it, because we're angry about this, what's insidious about it is mm-hmm. is that... In the process of doing that, this is what's so ingenious about it. They're organizing the the wealthiest Americans are able to organize working people um, to rally against their own best interests, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, so we wanted to show how how. This influx of money in politics really affects everything in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why in, in our story we follow three people who are ordinary people. They happen to be Republicans right. in Wisconsin who have to come to grips, you know, and challenge their values, yeah. their political values. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they come to understand, you know, well, we're not sure how some of the, how it lands with, with, with all of them, but they have to figure out uh, what this all means for, mm-hmm. their, for their political values yeah.
0: and their loyalties. Most definitely. So the other fascinating thing I saw, too, obviously producing and doing that with Michael Moore's films yeah. was, you know, fed into your filmmaking. But also I noticed that you also are consulting producers on various films. Um, and I was just curious, how did that how does that feed into like your broader passion about documentary cinema or telling these stories coming from like a journalistic background? Right.
1: Well, what, what, what Tia and I love about documentaries, one of the things we love the most, is collaborating, not, and not just with each other. But, uh, you know, you, like I said before, you don't have the answers necessarily. If you think you have the answers when you go into it, I don't think you're going to make anything very compelling. Mm-hmm. And, and so the whole process of making it, the activity of doing it, is something that we really enjoy. And a big part of the activity is collaborating with other people. And bringing other thought, it's it's creative tension, it's arguing, it's political tension, you know, it's it's. Um, so so this film has our names on it, but it also reflects the work of a lot of people who are very dedicated and equally passionate about this issue. Yeah, um, and I think you see that. That's why you see uh, a lot of collaboration among. You see our names on other people's films and other people's names on our films. Yeah, um, it's one of the beautiful things about this community, and it's also one of the things that Sundance helps build.
0: Yeah, it's most definitely exciting. Now, um, finally, to finish off the interview, I heard that you are teaming up with Common Cause and with this film, kind of getting a strategy out to you know release the film even before you have a uh, have a distributor. And what we'll talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. Well, no, we're we're delighted to be we're honored to be partnering with Common Cause as one of our lead uh, our lead partners in a campaign. To, to get this film to as many people as possible. And, you know, it's, it's intended to be a, 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 in, in concert with whatever kind of distribution that we secure here um, or, or down the line. Um, but for documentaries that have... Uh, a lot of people, when they go to see a film, they, they come out of there angry or educated or enlightened or just impassioned by the story they saw and, and are motivated to want to do something. Mm-hmm. And so, one thing we want to make sure we do is we're able to capture that energy, mm. and 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 give them something to do. Yeah. So, you know, Common Cause is is one of the national organizations that's been leading the way on this issue, and on income inequality. Um, and uh they're, they've got a three prong um, program, or they're looking at three areas in, in this area, which includes uh, uh, disclosure, more disclosure of campaign donors. Um, organizing folks for a constitutional amendment, mm-hmm. for which is a big piece of this. And so we think that, that working with them and working with you know a range of other partners um, is going to really uh, help this film, help build a movement that would lead to some kind of change. Good. So that's our hope. You Good. Know. Yeah. It's a lofty hope. It is a lofty hope. We, we, you know, we don't We don't want to – we create something and we want people to see it. And we yeah. want people to do something with it. We want it to matter.
0: Right. Well, I hope people do see it because I think it's really important. And like I said, like just summing up all of these things and putting it into a context and having people understand it and like say, look, this is what's happening in our country. It's hard when it's the tyranny of now and isolated incidents and we don't know how to – Put it into any kind of framework, and that's why I think things like Citizen Coke are so important. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk
1: about it. Yeah. Definitely. Thanks so much. Um, check out CitizenCoke.com. Yeah. And uh, you can find out more about the film, but also find out what to do and and what groups like Common Cause are doing to support the film. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt.